welcome to the Healing Business Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Boulay, and this is a podcast for the healers, the teachers, the coaches, the spiritual entrepreneurs. It's my intention to help you elevate your message and how you serve and create impact in this world. We'll be talking about the practical, the energetic, the mindset, the spiritual, and the real, raw, authentic truth of the challenges you might come up against. I truly want to help you rise up, shine, and claim the business and life that you actually desire and deserve. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello, lovely, and welcome to another episode. I hope you are having a beautiful week. And this week, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about a rebranding that I've got going on. Give you a little bit of context, help you to think about this in terms of your own business and where you might be denying what's the next step for you to take. And I say that because I had some resistance, in all honesty, to this new rebranding that I'm currently undergoing. When we um, have been in business for a while, we'll notice there'll be these shifts or these up levels or these changes that happen. And for me, these are always very much guided just by this deep intuitive sense of this is the next place you need to go. This is the next topic you need to be talking into. This is the next theme that needs to be coming through for you. And in case you haven't seen, I have now changed my name from the healer's coach to the abundant healer. And like I say, I was a little bit hesitant around this. It felt like a really, in some ways, controversial thing to call yourself in a world where, um, you know, as healer women, we're often taught that, you know, it's never about the money and we've got to be humble in our work. And, and this this term felt like it was in violation of all of that. However, I kept having this name drop through. So it would come through in my journaling. It would, you know, I would be thinking about programs or courses that I wanted to create. And this word abundance kept coming up and it kept coming up. And, you know, I've been doing this long enough now to know not to ignore when the universe is directing me in a certain path, in a certain way. And then what really kind of cemented it for me was I was doing a free masterclass the other week. And I talked into this concept of abundance and I talked into this concept of, you know, as as healer women, it's just conditioning that's allowing us to buy into those stories of, you know, you're not allowed to receive abundantly for the work you do. You're not allowed to actually 
be financially resourced. You're not allowed to have your own needs met, especially from a monetary point of view. I think the monetary thing seems to be a real trigger for many of us in the healing space. And as I was talking into this place of abundance and our just our right to have abundance, and I know it's been a big part of my story to move through those money blocks and that conditioning and to give myself permission to actually earn what I desire in my business. As I was talking into this in the masterclass, it was clear it was uncomfortable for people. There were a few people that say, you know, visibly were triggered and actually said, you know, I'm, I'm finding this conversation really like it's bringing stuff up for me. And you should know by now, for those of you that have worked with me for a while, or if you're new to my space, you may not know that I'm not one to shy away from triggers because it's through the trigger that we receive the healing, right? If something triggers us, that's a sign there's some work to be done. And if we think what a trigger is, it's just something that violates a belief that we've been holding inside and what we aim to do is be in a space where we're not triggered by things because actually there's non-attachment so this isn't about only being happy if you're financially resourced this isn't about only being happy if you're rich or have an abundance of wealth or luxury holidays or designer clothes I mean I don't know about you but the designer clothes thing just it it's never been something that's been high on my priority list or even something I've ever desired instead it's about breaking through those cycles that might be just keeping you in a a loop of suffering because I know for me, the beliefs that I was holding around money and um, the moral and ethical ties to earning money in the healing space were keeping me in this really, not only unsatisfying loop, but also really destructive loop. I would, you know, be in a space where I was worried about paying the bills each month and feeling like a terrible parent because I couldn't financially provide everything that my children wanted and needed. I would be worrying about, you know, do we have enough money for that? And can we go on holiday this year? And it even like some points, it was like feeling really scary, you know, can can I pay the mortgage this month? And I remember there was a point in the journey and it was a point where I just thought, I'm just not doing this anymore. This isn't serving me. This isn't serving my clients. Having my nervous system all over the place, worrying about whether I'm going to be able to make ends meet this month is not allowing me to show up as the best version of me. How can I be serving my clients fully when I don't feel like my own needs are being met? 
So it was at that point that I realized that something had to change, something had to give, like, and, you know, it's never an external thing, right? We can blame our circumstances, we can blame the market, we can blame the recession, but it's never that thing. It always starts with within. So I had to go through a period of a lot of money mindset work. I had to really look at the stories that I was holding on to, stories of what was it that I was taught about money as a child? What um, was I led to believe about money as a child? You know, my mum, I remember her often saying things like, money is the root of all evil and um, money only brings misery and um, like these really kind of unhelpful sayings and surprisingly you know at that stage we never had any money or we'd have money come in and it would go so there was this like it would just be this something that never stayed it was something that would come in often like real it would come in in a peak and then it would just be gone again So I was taught from a young age, I think, to see money as this really dirty thing, this thing that was not nice to be around or not nice to have and would make me feel like I was a bad person for having it. And then it wasn't surprising that as I grew up, I would go through these cycles of playing out those similar stories. So playing out, you know, I'd... I'd get a pay rise at work and then all of a sudden my expenses would go up or, you know, I'd get a really good promotion and, you know, like a promotion that there's no way that your living expenses could correlate to. Yet, somehow my expenses would, you know, find their way to meet that income. So I would never really feel like I had that money available to me, that it would be something that was... I was safe to have, that I had that security behind me. And in some ways, you know, this really served me. You know, everything comes with a a light and a shadow, right? So this kind of not worrying about money so much allowed me to take risks that perhaps people that are more financially reserved around wouldn't have done. It allowed me to be braver when it came to decisions around investments in things like myself and my business especially at the beginning of the journey I know many people would tell themselves the story I can't invest until I'm making money and I could see quite clearly that wasn't true I had to invest first before I was going to make any money but I know some of my friends that were more risk averse didn't do that and then are still struggling now so in some ways, like my money stories really did serve me. I wasn't scared about spending money. I was never scared about creating an investment. And actually, the times that I did, I would always see that flow come back. However, I always struggled to kind of keep hold of it, to like allow it to land, allow it to settle. And this would affect my nervous system. As I said, it would there'd be that underlying fear there, that underlying fear in the background, that underlying anxiety of knowing that 
I didn't have that financial security. And I think this is not an unusual story for many people. It's just something that we don't talk about. Like we don't talk about money. We don't talk about emotions. We don't talk about politics or religion, right? And money is one of those things that people can get really kind of ashamed and hold a lot of emotion around. And I certainly did on my journey. I was you know, really embarrassed at times around my ability to not be able to hold that financial security. And then layer on top of that, the stories that we can hear in the spiritual space or the healing space around it not being okay to charge for your services or if you do charge for your services, you can't charge too much because a lot of people don't have any money and Or, you know, I would hear a lot of stories that would, or a lot of secondhand stories regarding other people that were charging well for their services and people looking down on them for it. And so as I was going through this money mindset journey, I had to look at all of this, all of this and see what was driving my behavior in the background. And then once I'd made that decision to truly change, to truly find abundance, it was right. So what's the practical side? What's the strategy? What am I playing? How am I playing small? How am I not showing up? How am I not being visible? How am I not doing the things that I know are going to move the needle in my business? Because they seem too scary or too out there or too bold or too much. The decision is the hardest bit. In knowing that actually I don't want to live like that anymore. And actually being really rooted in that, really certain in that and making the steps forward to actually do something about it. So ongoing, I'm going to be looking at how I can support around the money mindset piece, because I think it's such a huge one for us as healer women. But for now, if you feel like the place where you're really struggling is the more practical side of, okay, so... How do I create abundance as a coach, as a healer, as a spiritual teacher or mentor? Then I have got something available this week, which is my brand new course, which is to discover your aligned strategy. And when I say aligned, what I mean by that is, you know, any one of us could pick up any of the strategies that the business coaches are talking about and go for it. But whether it will work for you is an entirely different matter. And the reason being that it needs to be in alignment with the results you want to create, but also with you as a person. So if the strategy that you're trying to implement feels so misaligned to your soul and just not who you are, then the likelihood is it's not going to be successful for you. The key is to find a strategy that actually feels like a joy to do. So I'll talk to you a little bit about some of the strategies that I implement in my business. And many of you will be very familiar with these. I am in my free Facebook community. You know, I will often do things like the launch strategy where I'll do a free event. And then at the end, If people want to continue learning about that subject, then 
they can sign up to work with me or work with a certain cause. And I made that sound really simple, but there's actually many different pieces involved in that in the background around the messaging and also the different components around, you know, how I'm advertising that and the nurturing that takes place around in different formats and all of those different pieces that come together and create this aligned strategy that works for me in my business. And the reason I use that strategy is because I love to do it. I love to show up in my free community, deliver amazing content, give people lots of value, speak to my audience, get to know what's going on for them. I mean, it's a joy. It's like, it doesn't feel like work. I would do that without getting paid. So for me, of course, that's an aligned strategy. Of course it is. But also I give myself permission for that strategy to change. If it stops feeling fun, if it stops feeling aligned, if it doesn't feel like I'm inspired by it, or if my soul is telling me to do something else, I'll do something else. So the main word here, yes, strategy. Of course, we need strategy, but it's alignment. If it's not in alignment, you will not create the results that you desire. And that's it. End of. And sometimes that alignment comes from us not believing in ourselves or trusting ourselves or trusting the process or, you know, sometimes there's that going on and we've got to sort out our own inner work and move past our own limiting beliefs and looking at our shadow and our self-sabotaging ways. But also it's about really being clever about the strategy that you choose to use. So it doesn't feel out of alignment with who you are. It feels, I would say natural, but that makes it sound easy. Not always does it feel natural. It certainly didn't feel natural to me to be going live on Facebook initially. But once I'd got past that initial fear of showing up and being vulnerable and being visible, it it does. It feels like the most natural thing in the world to just hop in a space and talk to people. Of course, that's what I, I do naturally. But for you, it might be something different. And that's why I've put this course together to help you really break down those little pieces that are going to make a difference to you and your strategy so that Actually, when you're running it, it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like you're having to push yourself. It doesn't feel like you're pushing a boulder up a big hill. It starts to feel effortless. So actually, I ended up talking about that and hadn't planned to today. But the other point I wanted to talk to you about is this, in this concept of abundance. Yes, money is a big part of it. But actually, abundance is a state of mind. It's a state of being. It is feeling safe and secure and in overflow. Knowing that your needs are met and they're met by you and no circumstance is going to derail you from that feeling. And the reason this is so important is when we operate in our life and business from this space, then actually the work we get to do does come from flow. It does feel effortless. Our creativity is switched on. 
we're able to make those big moves and those big decisions and we do feel guided and supported by the universe. It doesn't feel like something we're having to do on our own and it doesn't feel stressful and it doesn't feel like a struggle and it doesn't feel tiring and exhausting. When we're in that state, that mental state of abundance, of knowing we're okay, whatever happens, we're okay. We are enough. What we have is enough in this moment. Then the rest of it just comes together. Now, when we try and operate in business from a place of scarcity, of anxiety, of feeling like we're striving and pushing and like we're working against the universe, working against circumstances, then the likelihood is you're not going to be putting out your best content. You're not going to be providing the best value for your customers. You're not going to be providing your best services. You're not going to be able to see what that next level is for you. You're not going to be able to expand and grow because you're shut down and switched off. And I just think about my heart space and you can't see me, but I just feel closed down when I'm in that space, like shut off from the world, shut off from the universe. So today I wanted to invite you to really start thinking about this concept of abundance and actively seeing if you can invite more of it into your life just with your intention, how you're showing up, the choices you're making, the way you're viewing yourself, the way you get dressed in the morning, the things you choose to do with your day, the things you choose to say yes to, because it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference, not only like say in your business and your results, but in your overall happiness during, during your lifetime. If we think about what a life of scarcity and striving and struggle feels like compared to a life of abundance and freedom and flow and gratitude and love, very different feel to it, right? So I invite you today to lean into abundance and over the next few months you will hear more of me around how I can support you with this topic. In the meantime, if you want some support on a one-to-one basis, then reach out. I only have one space available currently for a one-to-one client. Um, But yeah, get in touch. Let's have a chat and see how I might be able to support you. Take care and I look forward to seeing you next week for another episode. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I so hope you got value and inspiration to take forward into your business if there's anything you want to share with me I would love to hear from you so please feel free to reach out and if you want to support me if you could leave a review subscribe share with your friends that would be fabulous in the meantime you can find out more about me and what I do at my website link is in the show notes otherwise I will see you soon take care